What's up guys, NQP is back. We're back with another film review for you guys. I'm joined with my buddy Daniel. Uh, Daniel, for those that listen, uh, may know that he joins me uh, along with his wife and the wise guys to review The Sopranos, uh, where we just finished season one. So if you have an opportunity and you're into The Sopranos, go ahead and check out those episodes. Uh, they're all available. Uh, for today, though, we're going to be talking about Roadhouse, the cult classic Patrick Swayze vehicle. So sit back, relax, and let's take a trip to the Double Deuce, and let's talk about Roadhouse. Take care. Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... Bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're gonna go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? The worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Aren't you guys tired? Talk, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my town. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> you got your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. All right, we're back, NQP. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Roadhouse. Uh, quick facts about it. Released in 1989. Director Rowdy Harrington. Uh, unknown director. Really haven't, hasn't really done much stuff. Uh, main characters, uh, Patrick Swayze as Dalton. Uh, we got Sam Elliott as Wade Garrett. Uh, the, the two kind of main characters there. And then got Kelly Lynch as the love interest. Uh, and then Ben Gazzara plays Brad Wesley. He, the uh, kind of the... The evil, evil character that they're you're up against. Set in Jasper, Missouri. And um, why don't you go ahead and give a quick synopsis, Daniel. Sure. Roadhouse is about, it starts off, Tillman is this fairly well-to-do guy in kind of a, I guess, country-ish town. In Missouri. <clears throat> in Missouri. He buys this bar. And the, the status of the bar at the beginning of the movie... There's fights every night. Uh, like, it's dangerous for the musicians to perform. Yeah, that, it's, that, just, it's just, just completely... Right. Let's set the scene real quick. Yeah. So they show what's called... It's called the Double Deuce. The Double Deuce, yeah. Right. And they have this band playing on the stage, and it's wrapped around like a fenced chicken wire type thing. Yeah. Because all these audience members are laughing at them and throwing bottles at them. Yeah. And so it's basically... Think of... The worst possible way, worst bar to bounce at, and then multiply it times a hundred. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it's dangerous. 
there's drugs being dealt and, and taken all over the place. He wants to clean it up. And he knows of, um, well, there's these two guys. There's Wade Garrett, um, who's like the old-timer uh, bouncer. Right. So he, he has this long history of, like, he cleans up bars. Right. And that, But there's also John Dalton, who's, who's Patrick Swayze. And he's kind of the same. He's not as old as Garrett. Yeah, but, but he's kind of like the protege mm-hmm. to Wade. Yeah. And he's known, like, you call this guy... If you want to clean up your bar, you want a you like, want a cooler. Yeah, a cooler. Yeah. So uh, Tillman finds Dalton, convinces convinces him to come clean up the double deuce. Pays Patrick, him handsomely. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna pay him well. And so Patrick Swayze, uh, John Dalton, rolls into town, starts cleaning up the bar. It works. Now it's like full of people. It's a, like it's like a clean, good time. Um, there's structure but, to the actual <clears throat> night. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And all the bouncers are actually doing their job as to before. Some were dealing, some were just hanging out drinking. And it's 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 a more operational type business now. Yeah. So the the bar's doing great, but by cleaning up the bar and and also by, by firing certain people and beating like the wrong people up, Dalton makes enemies with Brad Wesley, who's the rich guy in town. He seems to own everything, does whatever he wants, breaks the law without repercussion. Seems to tax other businesses. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like the big heavy right. in town. And he, um, has, and he has the people to back him up. Yeah, and he has all these goons who are some of the people... Uh, Dalton either fires from the bar or, or beats up, yeah. stuff like that. So he makes enemies with him, steals the girl that Wesley wanted. Um, well, so he makes the, the wrong enemies. And, then during, and eventually, that, yeah. during that time, Dalton makes some friends. <clears throat> I mean, he has Emmett, who's kind of like the landlord, who he stays in that little farmhouse. Yeah. And then he makes friends with Red Webster. Who happens to be, I guess, the, the auto the auto shop. The yeah, there? like I guess, like the auto part place. Yeah, and he happens to be what, like, an uncle to that the love interest. That's right. Which is uh, played by Kelly Lynch, and who happens to so happens to be a doctor in yeah. the, in, the, in the town. Right. Okay. Who came back from, I guess, a larger city to kind of stay and take care of her her uncle, who Wesley was in love with. Right. Back in the day. Yes, yeah, so I, th- I think this the small town has been looking for someone to stand up to Brad Wesley, and now Dalton's kind of filling that role. Everything escalates, like, Brad Wesley just won't have it, so he starts, you know, going back at Dalton in different ways, and, and it, everything escalates, then finally, you know, people have to die, right. and, and, uh, and you have to have a big fight and resolution at the end. Right, so at the end... Um, the good guys win. Basically, yeah. Brad Brad dies, or and his goons <clears throat> get arrested, and you know, then Double Deuce ends up being something that can be maintained and there's structure. And we also see some some back and forth between Dalton and and uh, Wade Garrett, played by Sam Elliott. Yep. Um, we learn of some pasts that Dalton had in Memphis. Where he actually killed a man in what he said was self-defense, but it's really emotionally just kind of crushed him, and you know it's still in the back of his head. Yep. And then also, 
you know, he can very well just leave if he wants, leave Jasper, but now he's falling in love with his doctor um, and feels compelled to stay there and make things right. Yeah. So, basically, that's the plot of the movie. Um, a late 80s movie. Yes. Um, so, in regards to action scenes and stuff like that, it's not, nothing extravagant. Just a bunch of fight scenes and some gunplay. Uh, but... When looking at it, it's kind of one of those cult classics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's a good movie. I mean, in retrospect, if you're looking at it from the lens of a late 80s person. Uh, but it's gone to be more of a cult classic because it's funny. Yes. Cheesy. Cheesy, hilarious. Over the top lines. Over the top lines. A ridiculous. I mean, somewhat believable plot. Some sexually aggressive <clears throat> scenes. Yeah. Um, if we, I mean, if you're a, a cinema, a cinephile, a lot of those '80s, even early '90s movies had a lot of sexual aggressive content. You know, looking at it from the lens of how movies are now, uh, there was a lot of Me Too stuff that was like the way they, they, the connotation on how women were supposed to play roles in movies back then. So, so the way Wesley smacks around his girlfriend, right. that kind of thing. Okay. The way Wesley smacks around the girlfriend, the way that um, women are a little bit too easy in the bar. Yeah. Um, you know, and then <clears throat> how the prettiest woman is always the love interest of the main guy, and the main guy always gets the girl he wants. So there's a few things in there from you just kind of have to ignore, <laughs> I guess, if you really want to enjoy this film. Yeah. So, let's look at it. Um, I have uh, Patrick Swayze's filmography pulled up. Okay. So, dancing mm -hmm. in the which really propelled his career. Yeah, he, uh, he got huge. Not only as a leading man, but this is a man that can dance and also kind of a sex symbol for women. Mm -hmm. Um and then the main movie after that, two years later, was Roadhouse. Okay. So this was kind of <clears throat> on the trajectory of we have a man here who plays more of the sex symbol for the women, but now let's see if we can turn that into some kind of action type kind of leading man. Yeah. And I think Roadhouse attempts that, but doesn't necessarily do it. Yeah. He had a good run there because I guess it went Dirty Dancing, Roadhouse. Ghost. Ghost was in... Then Point Break. Yeah, Ghost was in 1990. Oh. Point Break in 1991. Okay. So just think of, think of that, like that, that, what, four to five year progression from Dirty Dancing all the way to Point Break. Um, I know we've done Point Break before, and I still think that Point Break was his pinnacle, and he yeah. totally controlled that movie. But then from a, from this aspect of this film in Roadhouse, uh, he makes a, a kind of an attempt to be like the tough guy, the man in charge, but there, it's just, there's, I just think it's really funny. It is very funny, yeah. Yeah, and you look at after Point Break, everything kind of goes downhill from there. Um, I don't remember him being in a lot of other things. Uh, he was in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights <laughs> as a cameo as a dance class instructor. Um, was and, that direct to DVD? Uh, no, was that, that, that in the theaters? No, that actually went in the theaters. Okay, because uh, I, I remember I didn't watch it in the theaters, but it it started with, it started uh, I believe it was Diego Garcia. Diego Luna, sorry, Diego Luna. Okay. And um, now I'm maybe wrong about that, but one funny thing that I didn't realize that I may have to watch now 
1995, he starred in Two Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything. Yes, I do. Remember, I remember him being in that. And I guess he's drag in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's in drag. It's a drag. So I may have to watch that just to kind of remember uh, Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. But I would still say Point Break is his pinnacle. But in regards to Roadhouse, um, I, I enjoy it. I first watched it with you when we were roommates. Yep. And you kept telling me and harping about the movie, saying, "Hey, this is a great movie." Because um, I had just seen it yeah. for the first time. And thought it was hilarious. I mean, ridiculous 80s action movie. But to me, it just all works together. So let's and talk about the... Alright, let's 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 first talk about the main... Was there any credible acting in this <clears throat> film? Was there any kind of... I'm going to say from a writing standpoint, there wasn't. But was okay. there, did, did, did we see any credible acting by anybody? I think for the type of movie this is, yes. Because you turn the movie on and it's it's ridiculous. They they build up it's this small, I guess, uh, I feel like 80s action movies would do this. They take this small possible sliver of life, like the sliver of life, like the world of bouncers or coolers and make it this whole culture there's this famous, these famous people, Dalton, Wade Garrett. <clears throat> um, so here's my hunch on that. You mentioned this environment of coolers and bouncers. This was a year after Cocktail. Okay. And so Cocktail, I believe they had a budget of like 20, maybe 15, 20 million. And okay. it grossed about $200 million. Okay. So That's Tom Cruise? Right. So huge success as um, bartender, the bar atmosphere. Kelly, Kelly Lynch was also in that film. Um, so you have this kind of new world where people are like, man, look at this bar environment. Yeah. Now, what about the other aspect of it? They like had to the, make their yeah their version of it. Right, right. Yeah, I, for, for the type of movie it is, I, I think the acting is pretty good. I like Swayze, um, uh, Kelly Lynch, the other people. I think they play their roles pretty well uh, is it over the top and, and ridiculous yes yeah. but I, when i watch the movie i'm drawn in i get sucked into that world it's over the and, top i will say i'm gonna be honest i will say if if it wasn't for dirty dancing i'd probably say of all the movies i've seen of patrick Swayze, this is probably his worst acting yeah one. i thought he did really well in ghosts and dirty dancing i thought he did extremely well in point break um, in regards to this film, I think Sam Elliott did a great job. Yeah. I thought he seemed like a seasoned veteran actor, and he really brought in the kind of the... It, it, you could always, obviously see he went all in. Yeah. The one thing I did think was funny was him, you know, how's it going, mijo? <laughs> you know, you know, that was kind of his bit, you yeah. know, so I thought that was funny. Now, aside from all that, let's talk about all the funny things. Okay. You know, because in, in retrospect... <laughs> I got a list. This is a comedic performance. I think this is a comedy. Um, yeah. It's not listed as a comedy, but to me, it's a comedy. Yeah. So I'll, go, I'll let you start. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of funny stuff. I like... I, I mean, and these lines stick out to me, especially watching it over and over. I think... I know they said this at least once. It might have been multiple times. Tillman was trying to get Dalton... Um, 
to come be the cooler for his club. And he said, I want the best. And Dalton says, Wade Garrett's the best. Dalton says, Wade Garrett's old. <laughs> Dalton says, he's still the best. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one. There's a... Uh, there's the, uh, <clears throat> I think it's funny how he, he, he knows that each time he comes to a new town, he has to get a beat up car. Yeah. Uh, like a POS so that it, so that, cause he knows the enemies he'll make and that they'll, you know, slash his tires, key the car. And they show his real car. He drives an 86 Mercedes at yeah. the time. So think about that. At, you know, when it was released, it was a fairly new car. And he decides to get a 1965 view with Riviera. Yeah. So, and I thought what was kind of funny too was that first night where he like leaves the double deuce and then sees his Buick with like the windshield, a hole in the windshield that kind of makes this like scoff like, oh, here we go. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, obviously, that just shows that he's, that's happened to him millions of times. Yeah. One thing I thought was funny was... Now, I don't know his name, but the name, the the blind singer from that band. Yeah, he knows everybody. Like he's yeah, he blind. Does. Hey, I don't think Dalton even makes a word, sound makes a word. He's like, ah, it's Dalton. How you doing, Dalton? You know, like <laughs> he's not blind. I don't think he's blind. He knows who Wade, Wade Garrett is. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Wade Garrett. You know, yeah. like, like that, that. I thought that was kind of funny. I had to look him up. You know, he was a real. Uh, blues. Oh, really? Musician and singer. Yeah. His, so he's really uh, blind. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. His name. See, I had it here. I might have lost it. Um. Oh, Jeff Healy. Yeah. That's Cody. I read about him, and he was he was a real um, musician who gained. He had he was semi famous. Okay. Um, and he, he was. I don't know if you saw in the movie. I think he lays his guitar flat. Yeah. On his lap. He was famous for doing that. Oh, okay. Um, but I think he was, he did that because he was blind and he just learned that way. That's cool. But, but it was kind of funny. He knows, like, like they've been in all these towns. Yeah. Before him, Garrett, Dalton. Um, I thought was, one other thing that I thought was funny was uh, just to kind of show that Brad Wesley, that's his town. How he's driving the road, just kind of lane from lane. Yeah. Kind of like almost running over uh, Dalton and just kind of like uh, whistling and everything like that. I thought that was kind of, that was kind of over the top funny. Yeah. The, it, I mean, it is so over the top. I mean, one of, one of the, one of the ways they show how bad Brad Wesley is, is just, just to make a point, he takes a monster truck <laughs> down to a guy's car dealership yeah. and just runs the truck through the dealership and ruins, I don't know, 20 cars. 20 cars, some desks, yeah. And, and w without any, no police, no nothing. He just destroys like 500 grand of of goods and it's just, and that's all, the way it's going to be. All because, didn't he, wasn't he initially there to get some kind of payment from him or something? Maybe. Okay. Was, he, was he extorting him yeah. for protection? Okay. And then um, I'll I'll bring this up. So let's talk about John Doe. So that's Pat McGurn, his uh, character. He's, this is the guy that was initially the bartender that got fired. Oh, because he, he was dealing or yeah. stealing. He was skimming off the skimming, top. Skimming, and he was in. 
He's the infamous shotgun. Okay. Shotgun shooter. The shaky leg. Shaky leg. Shotgun the Jimmy shooter. leg. Yeah. It happens twice. So, you know, as he's as Dalton rigs his Mercedes to come towards Brad's house. Yeah. And they're shooting it with the shotgun. He's he's got that shaky leg. He's got that shaky leg. It's like an Elvis. Yeah, dance move. Kind of basically seeing Heartbreak Hotel in his head while he's shooting the shotgun. Yeah, and it's happening twice, so he's making a conscious effort that you know that's what? how he, that's how someone from that time was shooting. Shoot when was the other time? No, it, it was it was in that same sequence, but oh, okay, it, it okay. was shown twice. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he couldn't let it go for one scene. Yeah, he, he had to keep it. He had to stay in character. Unless it was like a multi-cam scene, you know, that was shooting him at the same time. Yeah. And then you got that one one uh, little scene where the other goon shows up to the bar with that razor blade on his boot. The yeah. The red, red boot. And that guy's like, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it was John Doe. So he was Wesley's guy. Or was, Wesley's was related like nephew to or something. Yeah, nephew. So Dalton fires him. And so that's a big no-no. That's maybe his first uh, offense at Wesley is then, firing that guy. And then with Kelly Lynch there, that's like another no-no there. Yeah. yeah. And John Doe shows up with a few goons to get his job back. Right. I think. And that's one of the big fights. Yeah. In the bar. And as the fight erupts, the band just keeps playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a... Uh, a musical score to the fight. So let's talk a little bit about Wade Garrett. Okay. Wade Garrett's the cooler at another place. Yeah. And I guess it's near like a military base because there was a lot of soldiers. Yeah. In, in that uh, in that bar, um, he's walking with a limp, uh, and you mentioned that he kind of loses that limp throughout the the film, and. Um, yeah, a few times I think he broke character. <laughs> good actor. Um, I like I like I like Sam Elliott. Um, he was really good in uh, a lot of westerns and, and A Star Is Born. He's really good in that. Yeah. And um, so they keep con- they keep contact Dalton and Wade Garrick throughout this movie, and then it wasn't until uh, Wade decides to go down there and visit him, and and. Concurrently, Dalton's having some kind of altercation with some of Brad's goons regarding the liquor that was being delivered. Yeah. So he's getting his ass kicked. Wade shows up and was like, what's going on, mijo? And then another fight erupts. So there's a lot of good good kind of brawls. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to think about how uh, today, how would they cast this movie? Right. Um, So Back then... Back then, uh, Patrick Swayze was the heartthrob, mm-hmm. and he was—he had a good physique, but he wasn't ripped like like today. People are—I think they might be on steroids or something today. Yeah. But like, I mean, today you have the guys—I know Chris Hemsworth, The Rock. These guys are absolutely jacked. They look like pro athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, where so so today, I think it'd be someone who's just. Totally shredded and huge, playing Swayze's role. Wade Garrett would be—I don't know who'd be. 
But I think it might be someone else who's ripped. Like, you gotta make no, it... like, you could probably see, like, okay, uh, perhaps, let's say we casted The Rock for Dalton. Yeah. Right? Not The Rock now, post uh, Hobbs and Shaw and all the Fast Furious. I'm talking about, like, The Rock when he first started, like, during the rundown and all that kind of stuff. And then maybe, what if you had Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Wade Garrett type or, yeah. Sy- or Sylvester Stallone, you know, kind of playing that older, still in shape. Yeah. Um, so I can definitely see that. But yeah, back then it was more of a like filled out physique, like just slim and thin. A lot of ass shots. <laughs> yeah, Patrick yeah. Swayze. Like it was probably in his contract. Hey, you know we got we have a lot of good. Uh, we have a lot of good uh, fans out there. Since they're dancing, we need an ass shot. Yeah. And that if we do that ass shot, maybe they showed a snippet of it in the trailer and like that got the girls there. Yeah. And they thought, let's maybe have the guys there with Kelly Lynch, so we got to have a topless shot of Kelly Lynch. Yeah. You know, so it was definitely, sex was selling. Yeah. In this film. Yeah. And, but I think it was kind of cool seeing an old 80s action movie. Um, it seemed like back then you could still have somewhat regular looking people yeah, play the hero role or the tough guy role. I feel like today it would only be guys that are completely jacked and shredded and and have like these amazing pro athlete almost physiques, like what about Hugh Jackman or, or what about or Ryan Reynolds or Chris Evans. All these guys can look like. What about someone uh, not jacked, but someone like Daniel Craig? Yeah, even in his movies, he gets jacked for for. Some of those Bond movies, I think. Yeah. But he would be a little more... Like everyone back then looked. One of the funniest scenes I thought, which was kind of sleazy, kind of sleazy flirtation was when Dalton first met Kelly Lynch's character at the hospital. Yeah. And so Dalton brings his own medical records. Yeah. He keeps them with him. He keeps them with him. <laughs> and then she asks, do you always bring your medical records with you? And he's like, yeah, it saves time. Like, <laughs> that's when she's like, I'm going to, you know, give you the shot. It's gonna be. Are you? Don't be worried. Like, pain don't hurt, or something like that. Yeah, pain don't hurt. Yeah, so I think maybe that was that could have been like a tagline for the movie or something because the way he said it. Yeah, I think that's a that phrase gets repeated. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of funny action in this movie. Um, there's one. There's that one scene. I think they have kind of a stare a stare off in the club. So uh, Brad Wesley, his main goon is Jimmy. He's like the best fighter. That's right. So that they they all show up to Double Deuce one time, and Jimmy he grabs a pool cue. He might have already fought a few guys. I don't know, but he yeah. start he starts flipping the pool cue around, or the um, the pool pool stick or pool yeah. cue. The, yeah, he, he starts flipping the, the the stick around like nunchucks or something, and then he does this little flip, like he like pole vaults himself onto the stage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> with that the, was really with cheesy. the pool stick. 
Yeah, with the pool stick. Uh, and then I think they all have a fight. Um, and then the, the end where he and um, Patrick Swayze have a huge fight at the end and, and Swayze kills him. Yeah. There's, there's really cheesy lines in there. Um, the, the, and the action is, is over the top. The maniacal laugh on the dirt bikes. Yes. Um, you know, the fighting. And then doesn't he, like, actually... He kills him, right? He kills him at the end. Yeah. And then um, there's such an asshole line. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I could probably do without... And, uh, He's showing off, yeah, battle scars. And they're, yeah, they're showing off battle scars, and so he just gets up and like literally unzips, pulls down like half of his pants, and you see like literally up upper shaft and pubes. Yeah, <laughs> like I could have done without that. Yeah, and I think that one may have been something that maybe Sam Elliott call uh, pull for. He's like, hey, there's a lot of ass shots of Patrick. Uh, I gotta have something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let me show my pubes, you know, like, so I thought that I could have done without that. Um, another thing that I thought that was funny was, uh, remember during the last fight sequence house, you had that goon, that really overweight goon that, you know, wore suspenders. Yes. And the polar bear falls on Yeah, the polar bear falls on them. But then as the fight break dies down, Brad's dead. You still see him in the background struggling to get out, out yeah. get off the get off the polar, <laughs> get the polar bear off of him. I thought that was kind of funny. the stuffed polar bear. Yeah, that last scene is so funny. So Dalton rushes the house, uh, Wesley's house. Well, he sends his car in. Yeah, they think he's driving it, but he, he just uh, stuck the gas pedal down. Right, but it 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 jumps like a fence. And then catches on fire, I think, when it and lands. Mid, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost in midair. <laughs> and that, so they're shooting the car. They think he's in it. They find it that it's empty. But then they know he's in the house. So they, like, split up. The goons go to try and find Dalton. He kills them kind of one by one. Right. And then he's with... He's... The last one left is Wesley. Or, or the, there's the guy that the, the got um, crushed by the polar bear, but... He's he's trapped and, and so it's just Wesley. Right. Wesley and Dalton. And I've forgotten that scene. So they fight and um Wesley's able to shoot Dalton at least once. But but Dalton still is able to, to pin him down. He's about to uh tear out his throat like like he <laughs> oh, yeah. like he did to Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that he did back like, in the day when he Memphis. allegedly yeah. killed a guy in self defense. Um and then, I guess the uh, the the change in Dalton's character. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. <laughs> I can't kill. So he, he like stops himself. And Doc is right there. Elizabeth like shows up right then. He's like, I won't do it. I won't kill. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right there. And then uh, so he stops attacking Wesley. Starts walking away. Then Wesley goes to grab a gun. And then all of a sudden, is it red? is there and shoots him. Yeah. But that scene, I think it's been spoofed by comedy movies. 
like I think Wayne's World spoofed that, didn't it? Where 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 a guy just comes out of nowhere to shoot the bad guy. Mm. Hasn't that been spoofed? Was it Wayne? I thought that I thought that was in Wayne's World. I don't remember that. Wayne's World Two. I do remember in Wayne's World Two that fight sequence that he had with his girlfriend's dad. There was that. Yeah. I thought the end of Wayne's World Two had a shooter just show up out of nowhere. But I, I might have that wrong. No. But it was a funny scene because you had no idea these other people were around. Yeah. You thought it was just Dalton and Wesley, and then all of a sudden... You have the doctor. Elizabeth's there. Red's there. And then Red's there uh, to kill Wesley. And you have... And there's like five other people show up. The guy trapped by the polar bear is watching the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It was almost like we gotta finish this scene scene somehow. Yeah. It was almost like an improvised thing that Swayze wanted to try out, I guess. And, and as they kill Wesley, Tillman's there. And he says, this is our town. Don't <laughs> yeah. you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Oh, and then at the end, <clears throat> speaking of unnecessary nudity, at the end they show Patrick Swayze jumping in the river. Yeah. With right. Doc. Is he buck naked? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's naked. Because I, 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 I thought he was, but I, I thought they wouldn't show that in an no, 80s movie, I guess. There is uncontrollable nudity in this film, <laughs> like, at all costs. Yeah. It was almost like, I would have to assume that the Motion Pictures Association probably had to tell them to dial it down to get an R ring uh, uh, for the film. Yeah. Um, so I, I would be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised if there's additional scenes out there that were too suggestive. Yeah. An interesting note, you brought up that uh, Bigfoot incident, that monster truck. Yeah. Um, that truck was originally just built for that film. Oh, really? Yeah, and the scene itself cost <clears throat> half a million dollars. Oh, I had it right. Yeah, you did it. You got it right. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting, like, all that destruction, you know, half a million dollars just to film it. I know nothing about monster trucks except Bigfoot. Yeah. Right? That's the famous Bigfoot, one. Grave Digger. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably the two main ones. So, in overall, I mean, it's it's not a great movie. Um, we look at just uh, critical rece- uh, reception of the movie. Um, <laughs> it's uh, one of the notes says that it, Variety gave it uh, a flat romantic attachment between Dalton and Doc Clay. And basically saying that uh, vigilante justice, lawlessness, and wanton violence feel ludicrous in a modern setting. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. Uh, Ebert gave it two and a half stars out of four. And said that Roadhouse exists right on the edge between the good bad (laughs) movie and the merely bad. I hesitate to recommend it because so much depends on the ironic vision of the viewer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about right. I'm surprised he gave it... That high on marks, actually. Two and a half. This seems like one of those movies that when it, yeah, when he it says, first comes out... He said, it's, it's not a good movie, but viewed in the right frame of mind, it's not a boring one. Yeah. Which I think we're, what we initially said is, if you look at it from the lens of knowing that it's for the 80s, knowing that there's a lot of cheesy stuff in it, it's actually yeah. a pretty good movie. Yeah. I think... I think this movie knows what it is, 
and does good at being a cheesy action movie. Right. The main, like, Brad Wesleyan type, the, this yeah. is my town. The rich guy who owns everything and thinks he's above the law. Which, in other films, it, like what? Uh, I'm trying to think of old it has Stallone a very, it has or a Schwarzenegger. Very, it has a very J.R. Ewing feel. Like, yeah. Like, he owns the Dallas Ranch and, like, it's what, South Fork, that it was called? Yeah. And that how J.R. Ewing's above the law on some set. And I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think this was just, we need Swayze in another movie. We, we need to keep him going. What can we do? Yeah. So I think they already had the main character before they even wrote it, to be honest. Um, but I'm wondering, during that time in the 80s, who else could have played Dalton? I guess Bruce Willis wasn't big yet. Or maybe he was. Die yeah. Hard was late 80s. So Bruce Willis was in Die Hard. He was in, um, what else was he? In Blind Date in the 80s with, um, what was that girl's name? That blonde, uh... She played Heather uh, Vicky Vale in the original Batman. Oh, Kim Basinger? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, as far as Bruce's filmography, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, so this Roadhouse was in 1988. He did Blind Date in 87. And he did Die Hard in 88. Okay, so same year yeah, as so same, Die Hard. Same year as Die Hard. Um so that's probably why they may they may have already gone to him. Yeah, and maybe he said no to that. But even back then, can you Bruce see- Willis didn't have the Bruce Willis has always seemed like a guy who's everyday guy. Not yeah, an everyday guy, but not I wouldn't say over the hill. He's not a heartthrob. But, though. Yeah, he's not a heartthrob um, in the classical sense, and and it's hard. It, even in the 80s, I don't know if Bruce Willis could have been like kind of the rookie or young guy on the block. He maybe could have been Wade Garrett, I think. Maybe you could buy him as the older seasoned vet. I don't think he could have been that, looked at that old yet back in that time. Maybe not. But I don't think he could have been Dalton. No. He wasn't the heartthrob, like, no one's gonna pay to see Bruce Willis's ass. Yeah. Well, I don't. I. I wouldn't. I. I definitely no, want to no. see his pubes or anybody else's. <laughs> I was thinking of maybe. Um, oh wow. I was thinking of maybe Jean Claude Van Damme, but having a foreign person in that town maybe wouldn't feel right. Okay. Like in Missouri, and '88 was another good year for action films in. Bloodsport was in 88. Okay. So, 
Well, that was probably a pretty good time for movies at that time. You know, Bloodsport, and then he went into the whole kind of martial arts type movies after that. Man, that was a really good time for action films. You had Bruce Willis with Die Hard, Bloodsport, you have Roadhouse. I think maybe Tom Cruise, but after Cocktail, he probably was like, I'm done with this, you know, kind of. Yeah. These. This Cocktail itself is not a great movie, but. Arnold? Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you had Arnold or, or Stallone, would they have just been too. Maybe it's too believable that. You couldn't have chiseled. You couldn't have Sylvester Stallone. Guys like that. He was well into the Rocky franchise at that time. Okay. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger was. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> you needed someone homegrown, someone American. Yeah. Although, one of the things I love about Arnold's career is. He came over from Austria and then. It seems like in pretty short order in the movies, he just became like some normal American, and we just accepted. <laughs> we just accepted that this American has this heavy German Austrian accent. And we just we just kind of bought it. I think same thing with John Claude Van Damme. His he, was he he's from Belgium, I think. Yeah. So he has his accent, but we just kind of accepted. Oh, he's. He's an American cop well, or, or whatever role he's playing. I think in John Claude Van Damme's choice uh, movies, a lot of the movies he plays in, he's he has that foreign character. Like he okay. was from there, um, or descendants are from there. Schwarzenegger just like oh, he was just born in California. Yeah, you know. Uh, speaking of Schwarzenegger, in 1988 he was in Twins in Red Heat. Uh, the years before that, he had already done Commando. Great movie. Great, and we're gonna have to talk about that later. Have you seen Commando? Yeah, yeah. That's that's like <laughs> funny in, in its own right, right? Yeah. As well, but then post '88, Schwarzenegger had Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator Two. So, you know, he was already the action star at that time, and perhaps there wasn't enough action to lure someone like Schwarzenegger for a Roadhouse. Maybe not. Um, How about Steven Seagal? Oh, oh okay. He probably could have played the older type. Yeah. Wade Garrett. Yeah. I could see that. Or or would... Uh, how about Burt Reynolds? That would As have been, Wade Garrett. Yeah, there you go. I wonder if they went after him. Perhaps. Could be. Maybe. Could be. Yeah, that's interesting. So overall, what do you think? Um, or they could have just got Bowen Duke Luke. <laughs> Yeah. Bo and Luke Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Overall, what'd you think of the film? I, I love this movie. I think I think it's ridiculous, funny. One of your personal top five? Over the top. No, not that. Not yeah. that good. Um, if it's on, are you stopping down and watching it? Yeah. Probably. At least a few minutes. Yeah. Kind of see where they're at. If they're the I think the whole end from the time uh, Jimmy and Wesley firebomb uh, the farmhouse through uh, Dalton storming Wesley's house. I think it's hilarious, <laughs> over the top. I could I could watch that ten times in a row and still and still get a kick out of it. Um, I like it a lot. I obviously I think it's one of the best movies that portrays a character who had got a degree from a philosophy from NYU <laughs> and then gave all that up to be a cooler yeah. uh, at a bar in Missouri. 
Yeah. So it definitely is. The writing is horrible. It's funny. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the actors really go all in. Um, let's think about this. Is it is it Peach Swayze? I like I like Point Break better than yeah. this. I think. I, I think he's better in Point Break than he, he is here. Is it better in Ghost? I haven't seen that in a long time. Okay. And we're gonna do that one. Yeah. So I'll see. I'll see what I think of him there. We definitely got to do Ghost, and I would probably say Dirty Dancing as well. Okay. Perhaps we can do both of those together because they have more of a, a female affinity towards it. Maybe we can get yeah. our wives to get in on the action okay. and do like a four-person talk about that. But I definitely still think that Point Break was his, his peak. Um, I'll, I'll probably say this is John Doe's peak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> The, the hip-thrusting shotgun slinger, I probably said this was his peak, peak film. Definitely gets the most laughs from me. Peak Sam Elliott? No, no. I no. don't think. I think he's done a lot more than films as well. Um, but he's really good in The Star is Born. You seen okay. that film? The new one? Yeah. With, With Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper and Lady Gaga? I haven't seen that. He's okay. really good in that. Okay. So I would recommend you watch that. Um, any last thoughts? No. Uh... It's hard, I feel like it's hard to get it's hard to, get to like this movie. <laughs> it's hard to get substance to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's a great movie to talk about that because it's funny, but it's not one of those stop downs that just break down every scene. Yeah. But overall, um, it's just one of those guilty pleasure type films where like it, it's just funny. It's not meant to be funny, but it is. Yeah. I think I think it's awesome, but it doesn't deserve to win any awards. No. <laughs> maybe a, maybe like a Razzie, a Razzie type of work maybe for like the worst type of film. And I'm not sure if they maybe they were up for any of that, but um, it was definitely one of those films where perhaps Patrick Swayze was getting a paycheck. You know, yeah. actors were getting a paycheck. Uh, it was, but I will say in retrospect, it was definitely a vehicle for him to propel him to be more of a heartthrob. Yes, and I wonder. These kind of cult classic movies, like this one, or um, what's another kind of cult classic? Maybe, I don't know, Napoleon Dynamite? Sure. Movies like that. I always wonder if at the time that people know it might be a cult classic, or if they, th- or, or if they think, oh, this is terrible and cheesy, and but they don't know kind of what gold they have because right. it's going to be this cult classic. It's definitely one of those films where like perhaps when it was being done there was no re- there was no recognition that this was going to have some type of vehicle in the future to get more recognition. Um, just in looking at sample cult classic films in the 80s um, I pulled up something really quick. Uh, I'm going to go through a list. Dead Poets Society uh, Thin Blue Line. I, mean, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Either. Dirty Dancing. Uh, Escape from New York. Fright Night. Repo Man with Emilio Estevez. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Big Trouble. Is that on there? No, I don't think so. But I could definitely agree with that. Labyrinth. Uh, Rambo: First Blood. Um, what else? Top Gun. Scarface. Obviously, is a good yeah. classic film. Um, let's see The Evil Dead a lot of horror type films here sci-fi E.T. 
Full Metal Jacket, definitely a good movie there. Yeah. So a lot of movies that still get rewatchable kind of fanfare, and even now, looking at it from uh, 30 years later, The Thing. Have you seen The Thing? I've seen The Thing. I like The Thing. Um, That's a good movie. There's number two, Big Trouble in Little China, Okay, like you mentioned. And then number one, uh, Brazil. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. I've heard of it. Okay, I have not heard of that. But uh, that, that's, that looks interesting as well. IMDB has a much larger extensive list too, but there's a lot of the main ones there. You know, just kind of Midnight Run, Big Trouble Little China, Goonies, The Burbs, Beverly Hills Cop, um, The Lost Boys, <clears throat> National Lampoon's Vacation, Fast Times at Richmond High. Okay. So a lot of those films that still kind of have recognition now. I mean, I'd still watch those films now. Yeah. Kind of that nostalgic feeling. A lot of the other kind of perhaps films in the 80s, like maybe Weird, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, those perhaps have some cult classic yeah. kind of lure for those as well. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed the film. Uh, it probably wouldn't be one of those rewatchable ones where I watch every week or every month. But definitely, yeah. one, definitely a stop-down film. If I see it on, I'll see what scene it's on. Um, Before now, I hadn't watched it. And I don't know, four or five years. But watching it now, I just got sucked right back in, <laughs> and and laughed at all the lines and everything. But it would, it would, it could get old pretty quick if you're right. watching it every yeah. week or something. Wonder how much a bouncer in Missouri gets paid? Yeah, yeah, a lot. You know, I guess. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks yeah. A lot. No problem. Good movie.